you drinking there? It's bourbon. It's very nice. Tom Sclery. It's made out of uh, Chagrin Falls. Very nice. Can I try some? Sure. It's great. It's great stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, that's not bad. I usually have a sipping bourbon on hand. That's pretty good. Yeah. Very mellow. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, well, I've cut up a little water as you, sh- well, as sure. you should. Nice, that's easy nice drinking around. bourbon. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I'm an alcoholic now, so it's good to keep around. Hello and welcome to the Exploding Barrel Podcast for October 10th, 2017. This is Mike Minotti, joined by my brother, Leajga. One of my French names. Leajga. How's it going? Oh, it's going. That's good. Uh, Wish the Indians played better yeah, last couple nights now it's here. Yeah, 2-2. Uh, we can't even talk about it. It's so stressful because we, we, we don't have a great record in these, like, giving up a big lead in a series and then those final games. I know. Boy, it, this does not look like the same team from the last two months. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, yeah. ugh, so anyways, uh, this show, we're going to talk about that new Star Wars trailer just came out. Uh, talk about what we think about that and the games we've been playing. That, that'll, that'll carry us through, I think, a bit. Um, yeah, you're, you're gonna be going to Disney World next week, though, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, so, so no show next week. I might try to do some anchor updates while we're there. We'll see. So, like, so what, what, what are the things you're most looking forward to doing with your kids? Uh, with my kids specifically. Um, definitely meeting Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Just walking in, <laughs> I yeah. think, is gonna be really cool. Helps right now that they are obsessed with pumpkins. Yeah, they noticed that. Right, so like, in, uh, I was actually showing them some video today to get them excited of like all the pumpkins from, I think it was a 2014 video. So that was, you know, a big hit. Um, so I'm yeah, very excited for that. I think I think they're really gonna like it's a small world because uh, they like that song. Right. Um, I'm also very curious to see how they enjoy uh, both Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, and Toy Story. Because they like Mania. Toy Story, they always have. Right. Is there anything that if they didn't like it, you'd be devastated, or uh, so young you don't care? Nah. I mean, what they, you ask them if they love you, and they'll say, I know love you right now. They're yeah. very fickle. Well, they think it's funny. Well, sure. They, they know it's funny. Well, sure. The, the, probably the biggest thing we're going to try that I don't know how... Like, I mean, obviously, if like we if we go on Little Mermaid and they freak out, I'm not going to do this, but... Pirates. Gonna, Pirates is going to be the top. Uh, we're not even doing a Haunted Mansion. I'm afraid no. that's too scary, but... Pirates and, uh... I guess, technically, you could say, uh, Frozen... Might freak them out, but we'll see. Yes, well, you get them on People Mover. Be sure to, to emphasize the Mike Minotti factor of how yeah, it's yeah. His oh, Uncle this Mike's, is Uncle favorite, Mike's ride. favorite ride. Yeah, you can. Oh, you should FaceTime me while you're on it. <laughs> Seriously, it'd be great. I'd love it. But uh, yeah, it's Chelsea. You know, your guys are gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, and then for me, uh, you know, I get to do uh, Pandora finally. Oh, uh, yeah. Get to eat at Tiffin's. I've never even done the Frozen attraction. Yet. I haven't been there since it opened. It's actually it's great. It opened right after we That's were there right. for honeymoon. So I think Chris went on. I loved it. Uh, I tell you what, I think everyone's upset. I think it's a million times better than Maelstrom. <laughs> yeah, right. Whoop-dee-doo, guys. We'll, we'll kind of get to see the new fireworks. We're not going to be in the park the night the new fireworks are, are showing. Mm. And we could have like added a park hopper to literally one night after dinner and go see them, but that really didn't feel like the extra like $400. Yeah, it's, it's nuts, man. <laughs> it's a crazy what, what the park hopper adds to your ticket. You don't realize it, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, and then and uh, I'm very pumped to see uh, what it's like staying at Port Orleans Riverside. Mm-hmm. I, I've been, 
I, I did like you can like check in early now. It's like it's it, it's almost kind of not fun to me, but like I don't have to go to the lobby. Like uh, we'll get there and I'll have a text message like your room is three seventeen. Just weird. go use your That's magic. So bizarre. Band. Yeah. yeah, it used to be a big deal. Like get in the lobby and we go watch like they had, don't have one TV of cartoons playing while the adults go check yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And stuff That's like just that. Done. I can't believe you. Like, why? Why do they even need lobbies? I can't believe you're thinking like your kids at Disney World. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago to me. We were all just children. I know. Going there. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so that's exciting. So the Star Wars trailer. Um, we're actually recording this on the uh, ninth, the night, the, the night of the ninth. Yes. A little hard to say. I literally just watched it for the first time. I've seen it a few times now. So what do you think? Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Oh, I'm not God. like. It's not like. It's nothing against the truck, but it's not like when that uh the the Force Awakens trip like the proper truck came out, I was like freaking out. Well, again, yeah, part of it is, is you don't like, you have that backlog of years of hype. Right. Of it, I mean, like, maybe I almost do hope that every once in a while they do like put Star Wars on hold for like fifteen years so that it's really exciting again when maybe it happens. Not Fifteen, maybe five. You'll get. Uh, I don't yeah, think, I don't think I'll let it go that long. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like Force Awakens was kind of a special thing, but yeah, this this, this definitely did look up. Really cool. What, what things uh, jumped out to you? Um, it's weird seeing. Uh, oh, uh, spoilers! If you really don't want to know anything about the trailers, yeah, I know, it's, I know some, some people are like, "Oh, I don't want to see the trailer." You know what? Sometimes, a lot. In fact, a lot of times, the trailer is better than the actual movie when it comes to Star Wars. <laughs> Enjoy the trailer, right? The, the, and I know what are you going to spoil? Like, uh, just, I tell you what, I don't personally like anything. Possibly substantial a spoiler spoiler in this movie, except for things that you thought might have maybe happened, maybe. Yeah. So we got a very kind of tease of what Snoke actually looks like. So he's still kind of CG face man, which I don't really love. I need, like freeze frame. I mean, he's got like a weird gold robe on. Yeah, I'm still not like Mr. CG. But he's face like torturing Ray somehow. Yeah. So yeah. that happens, and I mean, I, I think I think the most interesting thing that's shown in the trailer is. That moment, and it could just be a trick of editing. Maybe this isn't even a film, but it's like Kylo Ren looks like he's about to fire on a ship that Leia is on, and it's like, will he, won't he? Could be a convenient way to solve a little uh, actor problem there. I I think that might be happening. Meanwhile, the other tease of uh, the end tease of Kylo Ren, like reaching out to Rey. Yeah, that, you know, obviously that's going to just echo Empire Strikes Back, and it's going to be her chance to turn down the dark side and all that stuff. Um, uh, I thought it was interesting how little Finn was in it, really. But I do like that when he was in it, him it was cool. fighting Phasma hand to hand. That's awesome. Although they're gonna have to do a little work building Phasma back up. After I think they will. I think they. That lackluster I think show. they kind of realized they they wasted her a little bit in Force Awakens. I am, yeah, I am glad that they aren't done with her because I still think there's something cool about the design they carry and, and the idea of well, like that, a stormtrooper commander. The novel and comic book launch. Oh. Apparently, they're pretty good. It's like her backstory and how she got to be where she is. Okay. So. I guess I, guess I ain't never read one of those Star Wars comics. <laughs> Did you see the one cover is actually a throwback to like an old Iron Man cover? No. You ever see the Iron Man where he, it's like him in the Mark One suit, like pulling a door open, and it's like all the little buzzwords about you know, I kind of imagine mechanical wonder, blah blah blah. Same thing, but it's like you know Phasma ripping a door open, like the exact same pose. Um, so yeah, do you think there's any chance that what what are those cute little things called? Porks. Oh, those are going to be everywhere. Are you think? You think, or is it going to be? So because when you force those things, uh, they're around. already everywhere. Yeah, well, they're because they're forcing it. That's what I'm saying. No, it's it, we'll see. If you watch the kind of like 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 all the toy reviewers and we'll all see. that stuff, there. I mean, look, I like the Ewoks, and people don't like that even. Okay, of course, I was a kid when it happened, so who knows? Right. It was a cute scene though with Chewbacca. And I'm like, it's funny because like that was my big thing before Force Awakens. I mean, not maybe the big thing, but I always like, I never disliked Chewie, but Chewie was always kind of there for me. 
Force Awakens, I was all about Chewie. In yeah, he, well, he he suddenly felt strangely more active. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So You're like, right. He was always kind of Han's sidekick. Well, I th- and I think it's because Han's gone. He was always Han's sidekick. Well, now you don't have Han anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited to see what Chewie's up to in this movie. Especially like the idea of if like he's the captain of the Millennium Falcon kind of now. Yeah, I don't I know. I mean, obviously, like Ray has some part of that. Well, he was in the co-pilot seat in the trailer. Uh, that's true, still. Yeah. So I wonder if he's not. He's in, he's pilot. Should be Ray. I do really like the look of, uh, and I've seen it in toy form already, of uh, Kylo Ren's uh, X-Wing. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about his, like, his scar that looks like it's made of that material that's, like, on the back of, like, a CD holder. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's some lore of what kind of material that is. I think it was, because at that end scene, which I assume is from the end of the movie when he's reaching out to Ray, he doesn't have that on anymore. So he's he's done with the helmet, which I almost kind of feel like is a shame. I guess I kind of... Yeah, it was him smashing it in a symbolic gesture that he's 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 done with it. Oh, I missed that. Part. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's wearing that helmet. Yeah, anymore. No, which maybe. is I, well, it's fine because we always still have it. But I, I thought it looked cool with the helmet. But I get it. Like he's not Darth Vader. He doesn't actually need a helmet. He was. Maybe, just, who knows? Maybe something crazy well, will happen where he will need the helmet. I think maybe it's trying to be like maybe he's trying to grow beyond his like weird uh, like Darth Vader worship. Yeah, a little become bit. his own maybe. Sith. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> what do you think of Luke's? Uh, very despondent nature to everything. I was not too him. surprised. I mean, you know, that he's gonna have. I mean, it'd, it'd be pretty boring if Ray just showed up there. He's like, "Okay, I'll train ya. <laughs> Here well, you." Go. Let's get going. Let's get. Here's your syllabus. Yeah, here's a montage. I've been working on these for a few years. Right. So yeah, you know, it adds it adds drama and interest. Like, well, what's gonna happen? What's gonna what's Luke gonna do? It does. It is interesting that it seems like we're gonna actually get like the full flashback of. Kylo that. Ren and the Knights of Ren destroying the I want to hear, what are the Knights of Ren? We still don't really know much what that means. No, I mean, we saw them in that Force flashback. Right, so yeah. I and, like, see. you know, Snoke references them. So I don't know if it's, like, other disciples of Snoke who aren't, like, quite as cool as Kylo Ren. Did you see the new poster, too? Yeah, yeah. I liked it, I guess, but it seemed like... It wasn't drawn like the other ones were. It actually looked more just like, like composited, yeah. which doesn't sit too right with yeah. me. But I mean, it's stylistically. It's I fine. like the teaser poster better. Yeah, teaser I poster. like it fine, but I like the, the teaser, teaser poster. Better. Was teaser really poster cool. Great. Yeah, that was great. So yeah, I'm 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 obviously really excited for it. I liked episode seven a lot. So mm. I'm about this. Although I'll tell you what, man, you put Rogue One on for the kids the other day. I, it was torture for me to sit through some of that. You suck. That movie's I don't, good. I do not like that movie. I cannot watch it again. Oh, you, you're terrible. It's just no fun. Trash. And it has some glaring flaws. If it had flaws, it was ultimately kind of like a fun movie. I think it'd be okay. But it has flaws and is also a downer and drab. And like usually there's only one light source in every scene. And it's just like, <laughs> all right, enough, eh, enough of that. Look at the games. I feel like the Star Trek Discovery is hitting its stride, man. I've been yeah, enjoying that show. I am, I am loving it. Apparently, um, negotiations are proceeding for a season two, so that's sounding yeah. good. And uh, see, I, I, I can't say I like that it's on this all access thing because I don't have to worry about ratings anymore. They already said like, yeah, there's a lot of people subscribed. I'm like, okay, good, we're yeah. done then. Like a lot of those people are sure to forget to cancel their subscriptions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And um, what? Oh, God, I can't. I'm blanking on his name, but the captain, Lorca. Uh, yeah, no, the actor. Oh, um. Just made me blank on his name. Right, I have that effect. But he's doing a great job. Uh, yeah. He's really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, I, I get it. It's very, it is definitely a very different show. Uh, right. Well, it's weird. So we already knew, like, you know, the captain's not the main character. It's weird to have a captain you don't quite trust. Yeah, you don't even know, you know if you should like him or not. Well, just... uh, the next episode, I'm very curious to see because uh... they teased him getting captured and being in a jail cell with Harry Mudd. With Mudd? 
Have you ever school. watched like the old Mud episode? No, I haven't. I feel like Maybe I we should to. watch. We should watch one of the Mud episodes. Buzz Women or I. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. I mean, it's, I, yeah, I just like that Star Trek's back on the air, man. Yeah. This is where Star Trek. I got. I liked. I actually did like the Abrams movies a lot, but mm-hmm. it is fun to. Have a TV show. It's, I mean, I love that. Every week, it's like more Star Trek. All right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> First time since I was and, a I mean, teenager. Think like again. I think we owe a lot of this to Game of Thrones, just for kind of the renaissance of high budget TV in general. But like, it just uh, looks yeah. So I mean, good. some of that stuff. Yeah, it is. It is actually staggering because like, there's that CG creature who's prominent in the last few episodes, and it looks good. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't look like. Bad but, TV special oh, yeah. effects. I mean, Enterprise had had CG, but it was like real cheap looking. It was on. It was also. You know, it was like, on the CW. Yeah, the early two thousands. You know, so yeah, it was. Yeah, so it's it's kind of neat to see that. Yeah, this is like mm-hmm. some high tech stuff here. So fun stuff. All right, Edge guy. Well, speaking of Star Wars. Yeah, that's Battlefront Two Beta, which has been extended. Thank God, because I have not ready. We haven't actually yet. played it together. No, yet. we haven't. I played a lot of it. Actually, Me too. I played. I'll tell you what. I mean, I, I I dabble in the other two modes. I keep coming back to Starfighter Assault. I'm surprised how much fun it is. It's because it's, so it's, it's not just like Starfighter Deathmatch like it was in uh, the yeah, first. Yeah, there's one. objectives. There's objectives. They they did some of that in the um the later expansions of the first oh, game, really? but yeah, again, I didn't really play no them. one. No one played them because no one was paying for that content. Which I'm glad that you know maps aren't to pay. We'll talk about that, I guess. Um, but. I, the, the biggest change they made to Starfighter Combat is, is it's no longer like hold the left trigger to lock on, just shoot. It's the old school, like, here's the target, but here's like a little circle of momentum. It. Like, aim for that. It's really cool. And I you bet. still, like, there are abilities that give you lock on, and there's proton torpedoes and stuff, but oh, it's just, it feels it's really so nice. fun. And I, lo- I just love that, like, even that first thing, like, one of the abilities is basically do kind of a trench run at some point. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. It's really yeah. cool. I was so bummed. I, I just, I want to be Poe Dameron's X Wing so bad. In the one game, I finally had enough credits to do it, and like I spawned in as we lost. Nah. Then the next time, I was second on my team. The guy who was first got him first, and just never died. And we like steamrolled the empire. But I've been um, Darth Maul and Boba Fett and the Falcon. Yeah, so I got far. to be the Falcon. It was super yeah. fun. So that system of battle points, where you're not you're not just like finding it's so much these better than like the, oh my, because I mean that the tokens evolved evolved into like people knowing where the tokens would be. It was stupid, and it never really like. It always felt kind of weird. It was contrived. Like I guess I get to be Luke now. Yeah, it, it definitely thing. felt like a decision they kind of had to make instead of they wanted to make. Yeah. It. So I mean, this system where you, it, it's risk reward. Like, do I want to spend some credits now just to be a a, a Y wing bomber and feed and, mm-hmm. and do that, or do I right. want to wait and be Ray or something? You know? So, yeah. Like, it, it is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, it's just this is nice that it's a, a skill based reward thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the class based system now too instead of just pure loadouts like you know, kind of start you kind of know what role you want to play yeah mm-hmm. and in also fact, even just you know what roles your teams are playing so you guys you know work together like you know someone's yeah. a sniper i like that naboo map up i mean you know pre- you know prequels are bad but i always liked naboo actually like well, just the it, design of it it's a beautiful place like we, we talked about this the other day this map does a better job of selling the conflict of Naboo oh. than all of Phantom Menace. Right, there's like, actually like standards. people in the street running for their lives. Those leaves, Ash guy. The leaves are so gorgeous. But it's a really, but I, I really like this, the multi-phase. It's kind of like Walker Assault, but it, again, a bit more refined. Yeah. You know, there's like this multi-phase thing going on where like, because in Walker Assault, sometimes it felt like it was impossible to actually kill the walkers or not kill the walker. Like, it was always tuned one way or the well, other. If, so, if, for, uh, it was a 20-minute game where I knew within the first four minutes right. if we were going to win. So it's kind of cool. It's nice to know that it doesn't necessarily come down to that a lot. Like, I love how once it 
that phase is over if they don't outright win, which they very rarely do. You have to get steamrolled if they actually destroy the uh, that thing, the mm-hmm. uh, MTP. Like, I like how it turns into this, like, Storm the Palace thing. And it really does kind of feel like a Storm the Palace. Like, they basically make three choke points. Like, that's it. And it's like these rooms become Yeah, and it's, like, really, it's it's really, yeah, it's 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 really neat. Like, you really do kind of just, like, like try to push through through, sh- like, sheer force. It, it really does feel much more warlike than something. You know, I play a lot of Overwatch. Overwatch is never very much warlike, right? Right, very right. Much. So this is... Part of it's the scale. I, I, like, I like the spawning system now, how it, like... You may create squads on the fly, and if the squad fills, you get to skip your respawn timer. Like, and it's a good way of keeping the battlefield balanced. So let's talk about loot boxes. I mean, uh, I, here, here's my only problem with the loot boxes. I don't, I don't mind that you get like buffs and, and alternative abilities and things like that from them so much. My issue is that you can have up to three of these star cards that are called equipped at a time. But you have to unlock that over time. Yeah. I think that's the bigger impediment. Because you, you get enough of these star cards that, like... I mean, I've played for, what, a couple hours and I have tons of them. Right, no. The, the quote-unquote pay-to-win situation would probably be more so in the very beginning where people would pay a lot of money. And that's the issue. It, it, it's, 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 it's where the better get better. It know? just seems weird to me because it's clearly just going to get people upset. Uh, like, why, why, you know, like, loot crates are clearly so fine. I know people still even have a problem with it then when it's just cosmetic stuff like yeah. Overwatch. Like, I I am personally not really upset about it because I'm not planning on taking Battlefront very seriously. Right. I'm not going to play and have a lot of fun. Like, what if I lose a match in Battlefront? Whatever. I take Overwatch, like, relatively seriously. If all of a sudden one of the loot crate items you get in Overwatch was a, hey, you do plus five damage, hope you unlock this one, yeah. I, I'd be upset. Yeah. So... I kind of get it. I get why I get why people are upset, but I'm not at the same time. I'm not going to be like I'm not going to play Star the Wars Battlefront balance of Battlefront. Right. I mean, it's like I get it, and it it, it is kind of becoming a nasty trend. Like it seems it's so weird to me that Shadow of War just has like buy orc get orcs and loot boxes. Like the whole point of that game is to recruit orcs. Well, isn't and the, it? the problem is it, it it's because it started good with Overwatch. Overwatch yeah. did it so well. But now all, all other, other people see is like money, oh. right? They, and they're they're missing the point, and they're just like, "Well, loot, loot boxes, okay, great, that's that's the thing now." But it's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do it right, right? So we're gonna see how this stuff actually impacts the game. It's weird because like Assassin's Creed Origins has loot boxes, but it's all just in-game currency, and I guess that's fine too. But at that point, I'm like, yeah. do we well, know, why even? Do we know if Battlefront's loot boxes can be bought with real money? Because oh, they yeah. can the beta. Oh yeah, they can. I'm pretty sure they can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But that, yeah, it is. You do get one just for logging in every day for leveling up. So it's, yeah, you definitely like I said, will get I've some. I played a couple of hours and I got a ton of stuff already. Well, I'm sure they also probably front load it maybe a little bit so you uh, feel like you're getting things. That's I don't possible. know. I don't know. But it just it just seems weird that they would. I I guess it's not weird because also they want to make money. But it seems weird that they would do it in such an obviously, uh, obviously controversial way. Yeah, like like no one thought this might be a, a bad idea and it would backfire. Mm-hmm. Hey, I I uh, just beat Super Metroid today again. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's, it's is Super it Metroid. Super Metroid. <laughs> it is. It, it's the, the the great thing about Super Metroid is I only try to beat it like once every five years or so, mm-hmm. so that I remember some things, but it's still relatively fresh. Like I, I never memorize it. At what point I feel like it'd kind of be a different game. That's the point where I guess you're speed running it or yeah. trying to get like that time down, which is which is maybe fun too. But I really like that every time I do it, I, I'm still kind of exploring, right. getting it's, it's lost. It's like when I go back to Grim Fandango every few years 
I remember most of it, but there's still like a few times I'd be like, all right, what do you do here? You have to like figure it out. Right. But I mean, man, tell you what, it's still just a beautiful oh, game. Such a good game. Uh, just that ending, still one of just the best final boss fights and like the setup for it. Just the boss fights, even still Ridley. Like, it, it's like they designed that so well, so like you just barely get through it. Right. It's And it's just so gratifying and fun. Uh, and I, I was a little worried because. You know, I, we played Samus Returns now, and it had some improvement. I was a little worried that that stuff might age Super Metroid, but not really. Nah. There, there's a couple things. The map in Super Metroid isn't very detailed. Like, you have the map, and you have, like, all the quarters, but it doesn't tell you where the doors are, mm-hmm. which is kind of annoying when you're backtracking. Also, it'll, like, tell you where secret items are, but won't tell you if you already picked it up there or not. So, like, right. little things like that, which, you know, like, Samus Returns were fine on, but honestly, Super Metroid's fine. That game's not gonna like age out of being one of the best games ever for a long time, yeah, yeah. if ever. So I've uh, I've been playing some Forza Seven. I bet you race a car. Sure is pretty. I bet it's pretty. It's very pretty. You don't even very... have an Xbox One X. I just gotta get even better. I was very excited when one of the early races had me in a Corvette racing on the uh, Daytona racetrack. Daytona. I really wanted there... that music. Did they have? Did they have the Sonic? The hedgehog carved into the mountain. That's unfortunately, not. I don't Boo. think that mountain's actually real. Boo. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, again, it's it's Forza. You know, you're getting at this point. It, it's odd. I've never been able to get into like a simulation racing game, but for some reason, ever since Forza Five, it all of a sudden clicked for me, and I really like those games. Did you just like Project Gotham? Was those were those simulation? That was like where I, I was starting to get my toe wet in it a little bit. Really, what drew me to that game is because there's a track on Vegas. I was like, oh, where we can see Margaritaville as you're driving down the street. And you actually could. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Like, I think I rented it to, yeah. on Gamefly to check that out. And like, I was like, oh, I'll like, play this for a couple weeks. And I was like, oh, that's fun. Yeah, I remember when that was the Xbox racing series. Yeah, yeah. Project Gotham. Who made those games? That might have been the same studio who makes Forts. I think uh, that might have been like where they started. Okay. Yeah. So I beat Thimbleweed Park. How was that? That was super fun. You should definitely play through it. I was able to do it without any hints, which is... Probably think, yeah, they would do it. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. But I was almost kind of excited because I was like, okay, finally I can play Golf Story. <laughs> and man, Golf Story is, is fun. It good? It's good. It's it really does finally scratch that Mario Golf Advance itch. Oh, man. Uh, you know, just kind of want to. It, it's cool because like it, there's always like mini quests where it's just literally like, hey, can you like let's see you drive from here to there, just things like that. It was just weird things like someone's like, oh my my son's out in the lake, I can't get his attention. So you you can literally drop a ball anywhere and drive from anywhere. So you can like. She had to kill a ball, and he's like, ah, fine, I'll get over there. <laughs> that's so awesome. Like that. The only thing that's, like, not, it's not, like, a bad thing, but it's different from, like, Mario Kart, Mario Golf Fantasy. Is that you don't have the Mario Golf uh, spin system, mm. which I was kind of like the AA, Toss Man, AB. Yeah, 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 I miss, like that. There, there is a, a spin system, but it's a little less involved than that. Mm. But it's fine. It, it's cool, because, like, the courses will have things. Like, in the first place, there's, like, it's not just straight golf a lot of times, like, in the one place there's gophers and if you hit too close to them the gophers will like grab your ball and take it to a sand trap and stuff like mm-hmm. that so it gets a little Need little wrinkles little, yeah but i mean it's just super neat and i mean again this idea was so good back then it's insane that they never did something else like it so it's kind of like all right fine we'll make another golf rpg My, the the switch backlog is getting insane because like right all these good indie games come out stardew's out now i, got, I really want to play stardew axiom verge has come out on it um, it, oh, and a little indie game called Mario Odyssey comes out in two weeks. Yeah, I know, right? Then there's this game. It's like, you know the Dust of Legion Tale, the super furry Metroidvania? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually a good game. It's it's awfully fury, uh, furry. <laughs> furry, but uh, it, it's neat. They're making this game. It's like a 
Metal Gear Solid One spoof. Uh, I got. I got to admit that trailer didn't do it for no. me. No, it's nah, called it like Can't Stop Sneaking or something. Because it doesn't actually look like Metal Gear. It kind of does. No, the, the game gameplay is... a little bit not so. No, much. AJ, the guy. There's a character in it called Vice President Helicopter, yeah, and he's a helicopter. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's incredible. A, that's a little too cute for No, me. that is just the right amount of cute. That's hilarious. <laughs> Vice President Helicopter. Because you're always fighting a helicopter in those games. No, that's hilarious. You're an idiot. But the gameplay is, is, is particularly, like, it, it's not, you're not playing Metal Gear, like, like they kind of... I think you still sneak around a bit. It's no, it was, on. like, weird action sneaking. I mean, it could bit. be fun, but... I think it's, I'm excited for it. I think, I'd uh, have to try it. I'm, I'm way into it. I'm excited about it. So that was fun. What, you play anything else? I don't think so. How far are we? Are we? Is it playing time? Is it? Let's see. What's what's the old clock say? Yeah, it's been twenty five minutes. That's good enough. <laughs> good yeah. enough for government work. Yeah. All right. Hey, well, real quick, yo. you have Sonic three D Blast. We need to do the thing. What does that mean? Oh, have you heard about this? So okay, good. This will fill five minutes. The there's an interview done with a guy who was like one of the developers of Traveler's Tales who worked in that game and they were worried about passing Sega's bug certifications mm. so anytime like an error would come up they just made it load the uh, level select and they were like you found the secret <laughs> so one of the ways to force an error is you like shake the cartridge and because the contacts get loose with the system it causes uh, an error I'm a little scared that, to shake it that then. brings up the uh, level select no it's totally safe we're gonna do it alright then Yep, on that. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to the Exploding Bro Podcast, everybody. You can find more of us at epodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and go to the Apple Podcasts page. Find us there and on Google Play. And yeah, we'll see you next week. And. Stitcher. No. Cast. Anchor. Anchor. That's what it's called. Anchor. Anchor. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week right here. On the no, not next week. Two weeks. That's right. You're in Disney. Yeah, go on Anchor. I'll I'll do some updates from Disney World. It'll be fun. All right. Bye. Bye.